0: We would like to thank one of our sponsors, Protect Your Neck MMA. It's like the Wu-Tang song. They have a lot of great rash guards and shorts, make great gifts. If you go to our Instagram page, philosophy underscore fighting, you'll find the link to Protect Your Neck MMA, and you'll get a 15% discount on any of the goods that they sell. Tell Michael Shear, the owner, that you know us, Great people. These are created by Jiu-Jitsu guys, for Jiu-Jitsu guys, or any combat sport, and fans of 90s hip-hop. All right. Cheers.
1: Welcome to the Philosophy of Fighting podcast with your hosts, Arturo and Anu. All right, this is a UFC talk. This is our 20th one, and we're talking about Usman versus Leon Edwards. But before we get there, do you want to start on the undercard side? I was thinking let's just dive in. Dive in. Okay, all right, let's do it. Usman Edwards
0: and then go backwards. Sure. Because the whole card felt like a little... I just started with the main event, so I didn't see prelims or anything.
1: Oh, did you... Wait, you see Aldo?
0: But then, yeah, I saw it. that's when I really started carrying Aldo okay. Davishili, and then Luke Rockhold, Costa, and then obviously Edwards and usuman Okay. And I said last week, I felt like Edwards was going to do better than I thought. Yeah. And from his physique, actually, I was like, oh, it looked like he was a lot bigger and a little bit more like, because usuman has like one of the, like a Hollywood physique, you know, he just looks like a fucking monster. And he has like the takedowns and everything. Like sometimes it's just like physically imposing. Mm -hmm. When I saw Edwards too come out, I was like, all right, he looks big. Like, it looks like he may be able to handle it Mm. a little bit, you know, like, like he's clearly been working because he fights so infrequently. Like it's Mm -hmm. hard to kind of judge him. And so that gave me like a good feeling. And then the first round gave me a great feeling. Like he was the first person to take down Usaman. Like that first round was amazing. What'd you think? was
1: crazy. Mounted him everything like it was it was I would say a dominating first
0: and the way he took him down he just looked so confident like fighting for the underhooks and yeah I felt like going in the thing that Edwards has would was technique and his technique just looked flawless yeah and then going into the second round it was kind of like hearing Whitman and Usman's corner just kind of like all right they seem like just so positive. And yes. I was like wondering, I was like, is it fake positivity? Like, is this just Trevor Whitman, like the cult of the coach? And because that was the first time like Usaman, I've ever seen him in danger.
1: Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I, I think Whitman was like, all right, you made a mistake. It's okay. It happens. But I, I, he, he didn't say these words, but it was, it had the sentiment of like, hey, you made a mistake. He still couldn't finish you. Now the rest of the fight is ours. It was something like that type of sentiment that I felt like the way he put it gave me that type of confidence in Usman, at least.
0: Okay. I was unsure because in my head, I was thinking, I don't remember the last time Usman was even in danger.
1: Yeah. Maybe when
0: Gilbert Gilbert Burns hit him, but it was so quick, like a flash knockdown. Like, I don't know. I was like, in my head, I was wondering if he's really taking the advice or if he's like a little on edge because he was surprised by that.
1: Yeah, maybe. But,
0: But then he came in the second round and just started dominating.
1: Two, three, and four.
0: Right. And body shots, like, taking him to the fence. And it reminded me so much of just GSP, where, like, it started to feel boring. Like, all right, he's fucking up Edwards. Like, he can't do anything. Not that it was boring, but it just gave that vibe of, like, Usman is just so fucking dominating. Like, that first round was just the fluke. Edwards seemed tired. At the end of the third or fourth round, the coach was trying to, like, amp him up. And Edwards
1: wasn't even making eye contact. And Dean Thomas you came what, on. And- they were pointing that out. But if you, if you know Leon, he doesn't make eye contact with people often. Yes. That's just kind of like how he is. So I didn't see that as like, you know, like he's embarrassed by it or he's resigning in the fight. I didn't see it like that at all.
0: I kind of saw it that way because of the way Dean Thomas was saying it.
1: Yes. He right? said so it- he-
0: and I was like, all right, yeah, that kind of makes sense. But then I also thought, kind of like you, he doesn't do that. And it just reminded me of like British kind of like stereotype of just pretending like nothing matters.
1: Yeah, I mean, if yeah. you looked when they, when they got together in the middle of the cage pre-fight, when they were like, oh, touch gloves, Leon would not look at Usman. Even though Usman was trying to get in his view, Leon was just looking up into the side like he's not trying to. And you, you wouldn't that say, like, as oh, weakness, he's though? scared of Usman. He won the first round. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, but before you saw the first round, you just saw that face-to-face. Like, how would you read that body language? Wouldn't you read it as, like, a little bit of, like, weakness from Edwards? Nah, for different not people, looking different
1: at? things. I, I, I know people are like that. I know it's generally perceived like that, but I don't read too much into that.
0: Yeah. And then, obviously, it doesn't matter because then in the fifth round, it's still kind of much of the same. Yeah. But then... Leon Edwards hits, like, the greatest high kick with 56 seconds left to knock out Usaman. And it was a walk-off, like, knockout. Like, he didn't even follow it up. Like, he kicked him in the head and then just walked away knowing he won the
1: title. So I believe it's the same combo that Izzy hit Costa with, where, like, the guy slips the straight to the outside and then you hit him with the head kick right into it. But the difference with Izzy is, like, he had to follow it up.
0: Yeah, this was perfect shin to chin, and Usaman was out in a second. Like it was known, and everybody in the audience freaked out. Like, I think everybody watching freaked out because it was just like, yo, this seems like definitely a loss. And the only thing it reminded me of was Anderson Silva, Chael Sonnen, where Mm -hmm. Sonnen was dominating the entire fight, and then Silva hit like an amazing Hail Mary triangle.
1: Yeah, it is kind of like that. You're right.
0: But the sub takes longer to hold, you know, and he had to go from like triangle to like arm bar where this just happened in a split fucking second. Yeah. And you could hear on the replay his coach goes head kick. And then a second later, the head kick. And then everyone was just like, holy shit, that happened so fast. Like I've never yeah. seen that ever in the UFC, like so quickly.
1: And within the last minute, and, and people were saying like, oh, this is why Usman's such a great champ. Because even though he has the rounds won, he's still trying to put away Edwards. Well, now he paid for it. Maybe he shouldn't have. Maybe he becomes even more GSP after this. And,
0: and it does follow that history because GSP became like that after Matt, Matt Sarah. Sarah. Yep. So Which was also a crazy upset. And so these crazy upsets are amazing in the moment and they last forever. But then it's like, how does it also change the sport? And do we evolve? Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, it is pretty. Crazy. I do, but I do respect Usman for going for the finish.
1: And I, he should. So do I. Absolutely. And Leon for staying in it, despite what Joe Rogan and DC kept saying. But yeah,
0: and there is a philosophy to the fact of: is it a fight if you're trying to avoid knocking the person out by just going for the takedowns and winning on points? You know, like they're like the Diaz brothers says, like even though they're too far on one spectrum but it's like are you avoiding the fight just by taking them down and holding them there or Mm -hmm. holding them against the fence like Mm -hmm. all right cool you won like the sport of it but there is something to the fight not saying usman was doing that but the fact that he was pushing forward in the fifth round i thought was in the right spirit
1: yeah yeah i i agree with you completely do you do you like leon as champ right now yeah i love the there is a part of me that's like irritated by just like the, yeah, that attitude of like
0: not looking and like he just seems like cold and standoffish. But you have to respect somebody that came from nothing, you know, and have Yo, like a yeah. hard life and just dealt with so much. So many people talking shit, me included. I'm surprised like his story is
1: more like promoted well, Brian was making fun of me for
0: talking about his story. I was like, his father was like a gangster from Jamaica and he got yeah. like killed in Britain at an early age. Like he really did grow up in like a shit place, like violence. And then he left the gang. His mom was like, join a gym, like get some discipline at 17. And then he just started being legit and yeah. really like disciplined. And look what he turned into. And I love what he said about the belt because the, He wasn't like, this is my belt. He said, uh, the belt, what did he say? Fuck, no one has the belt. Like, you know, like it's only temporary. And he was like, no one man deserves it for that long, which is kind of like giving credit to Usaman, but it's also like, Hmm. it's always going to be moving. You know, it's kind of like that philosophy quote, can't walk through the same river twice. You know, like river's always moving and you're always changing. And I, I just liked that concept with the belt and it showed like some humility, I think.
1: Yeah, I, I like that Leon is there. Do you think Dana likes Leon as champ? Dana said that next fight would be at maybe
0: Wembley, and then he backed off on it. But like he was already thinking a stadium fight in England. So Dana definitely sees money behind it. And it's not like Usman was so popular. Even though he was such a dominant champ, he was 45 seconds away from beating Anderson Silva's record.
1: Right. Well, I would, I would just point and out nobody that really Leon knows- has been very difficult to deal with, has been very disgruntled in the past and fights like once every like 15 months.
0: But I think Leon did have a lot of bad luck. Kamzat, he was supposed to fight then had COVID. Then Kamzat had COVID. He was supposed to fight Bilal. Bilal got sick or something. Like so many fights have been canceled that are also out of his.
1: He's also known to say no to fights too, a lot. Yeah, I, I just think that Dana is not very happy about this.
0: I don't think he's that upset. If he
1: maybe well, maybe because he knows the Usman rematch is going to happen.
0: Exactly, and it's going to be a massive fight in England. And if Leon wins that, then he's after this knockout. I mean, this knockout's probably been seen like I don't know a hundred million times. If I had to guess, like it's probably on Sports Center and Twitter. It was like one of the, and it's going to be on UFC highlights forever. Mm -hmm. So I think that just brings so much value. Yeah, you put him against U- put Usman; it's a win-win for him. And then this is also Maybe. good because
1: it might start beats, costing.
0: But if he beats Usman, he also then has a fight with Jorge Masvidal. If Masvidal beats Burns, and Masvidal Ber- Edwards has like backstory already, like they could sell yeah. that like a soap opera. I mean, opera. I don't know
1: how long you're gonna keep Hamzad on the burner either, though.
0: I'm just saying, there's options for Dana. Yeah. do oh think yeah, for that, sure. I
1: don't think I don't think there's that all new sad. blood. You can have Colby versus Edwards. You can have all these different things. Sure. It like exactly. reinvigorates Walter weight potentially if Leon fights
0: <laughs> and it makes, it makes Usman human. And you're right. Usman could turn into GSP, but it, Usman's also 35, I think.
1: he is, And Yeah.
0: And he's been saying how bad his knees are. And so GSP left at the perfect time when his like body was still good. Like GSP yeah. left when he was on the top. I mean, he arguably lost his last fight,
1: but he's still. Okay. So two questions then. In the rematch, do you, you favor Usman then? Yes, I would favor oh, Usman. Okay. How heavy? Not
0: super heavy. Like, I don't know. one Like 60-40 like or
1: 90. something like that? Like, what do you... Yeah, 60-40, 65-35 40, 60, 40,
0: 40. maybe. Like, if he decides all I'm going to do is wrestling... Let me ask you this question about it. I'm endurance.
1: thinking it's actually like 80-20, but okay.
0: Okay. Yeah, I said 65-35 because I feel like now Edwards has this confidence where he knows... I. He said, I didn't fight my best fight and I still beat the pound for pound guy. Mm. So they're both going to be better next time. If sure. Fight.
1: Okay. Now, here's uh, a follow up question. Even if you think Usman's going to win, do you think he retires if he wins?
0: I don't know. That's a good question. Maybe not. He was thinking about 205. And like, I think of Usman as one of those guys that also is just very mentally strong. Sometimes it comes off like yeah. fake, like almost, but it's like, you know what I mean? Like, that championship mindset. He yeah, didn't no, really I, he I, I buy into so him for sure. I think he's going to I think he's gonna win, and then I think he would try for something. If Izzy loses, he could try to go 185.
1: I don't know. They're not going to do that. They're going to say Hamzat or who. Oh, yeah, you know Hamzat. what I mean? Like, there's still guys left. For...
0: Yeah, it's
1: true. Hamzat. But uh, Usman, um, I said that in the past, he's like, there's always some freaking guy. He's like, they say... He's gone over this, I think, in a promo before, where he's like, "Then they said it was this guy yeah. beat them." Is, so there's always another guy. It seems like he doesn't care.
0: I mean, he might fight. I don't know. I don't know. Reti- I, I just get the impression question, that he's
1: getting really close. His knees are bad. The way he talks about, like, ah, yeah, there's always going to be some guy. I don't really care. Like it, it's, it gives that impression to me. Yeah. He's close.
0: He also does seem to be smart in the sense where it's like, you know, time is fleeting and how long will your health last? And if you Mm. do make a good amount of money, you know, and he's been champion for a long time now. So I'm sure he has like a nest egg. He seems like he has a shit together. I want to ask you this about the rematch. Leon Edwards said like the altitude got to him, like the altitude got to a lot of the fighters. Mm. Salt Lake City is like almost as high as like Denver.
1: Yeah, I've been there a few times. Yeah.
0: He's like, I wasn't tired. He's like, my body just wasn't working the way I wanted it to. Mm-hmm. But that's Usman- crazy too, because
1: Leon was there for like two weeks beforehand, and he did like okay. hyperbaric time, hyperbaric chamber for like months leading up. But okay,
0: okay, yeah. So he said that, but Usman didn't look tired at all.
1: So no, I find- mean, he tra- trains at elevation though, Usman.
0: Oh yeah, that's true. So if they fight at sea level, do you think it benefits Edwards more? Or do you think it has no impact on the next fight?
1: Well, if Edwards says it affects him, then yeah, I do think it probably helps him more.
0: More than enough to make up for it being also easier for Usman, since he trains at altitude and he has better endurance? Yeah, you know I, don't, I, mean? I don't
1: think it'll be a case for Usman. I think that's one of like Usman's strengths already. It's not already Edwards' strength. So if it helps him... I think it helps him more than Usman slightly. Do okay. I think it helps to give him an edge over Usman? No way.
0: You really think it's 80 20 if that Usman, Usman yeah. wins? Why? Yeah.
1: I mean, outside of that one strike that hit, Usman outclassed him. That's the way I expected the fight to go rounds two, three, four, and five up until that knockout.
0: See, round f- this, this is why this fight's so interesting. Round five kind of changed my whole perception of the entire fight as a whole what because when i look back on it now leon won the beginning and the end and so the first round like leon pretty much dominated him and looked crisp and was getting good shots and if that's when you're freshest and at your best like leon at his best did better than usman at his best and then when you said he outclassed him rounds two three four you're definitely right but now when i look back on it i don't look at it as outclassing him as just look at it as like all right he He won them, but it's not like Leon was so tired where he couldn't throw and couldn't kick. Leon was doing enough to defend, enough to get out, and like still be in the fight, right? As he showed in round five, he just... Oh, okay. So you're looking at it more as like
1: Edwards' defense as opposed to Usman's offense. I just think Usman's style of offense is like that, though.
0: Yeah, but it wasn't enough to take him out. And so if they do fight again... Correct. Is he going to be able to be that offensive if...
1: I think if Usman Edwards wins a has boring. More energy. A boring decision the next time.
0: Yeah, but Edwards looked like he had good jujitsu, and like he does. I've said that before. To, Edwards yeah.
1: jujitsu is like underrated. Like his hip movement is good. He's always threatening arm bars. He doesn't get the arm bar. He's able to get back up.
0: Exactly. So technical. So sound. Like I feel like he'll. It depends on his IQ, which he seems to have like a ton of. Yeah. I feel like he's gonna throw, and he's not gonna let Usman do that. And Usman. Like, is he in his head now? Where if he does go, Edwards has good knees. You know, so if you go for the shot, like, Edwards could still catch him with the knee. Like, uh, I think Kamara the
1: Usman, there's no one better at mixing it up than him in all of UFC. Yeah, I don't I think there's like anyone I... that's better at mixing up striking and takedowns collectively than Usman. So I, I, I think he comes back. I think he takes the title. Do I want Leon to be champion? Yes, because I think it does make things a little bit more interesting in the division. But I think Usman takes it. I, I think it's like yeah sixty five thirty five.
0: All right, that's, not, that's not as much as you, but I still feel like Usman. But I always feel like I count out Edwards, and he always wins. So now I like I just don't want. to That's count funny out because
1: him. I'm usually on the Edwards bandwagon in the past with you.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I was like, because I don't really love him, like he's. But I definitely like him a lot now, and I'm just like proud of him. I'm like, that's amazing, like what mm. he did. Like, there's no way you can't respect that. Like, it's so honorable.
1: All right, speaking of Usman, who might be ending and stuff, maybe we should talk about Costal Luke Rockhold, who was ended. Which is the weirdest fight I've ever seen. It was the weirdest fight. I I have to get this out straight out. I hate that everyone is, like, basically just sucking Rockhold's dick. I hate it. Why? Because, they're like, they're talking about him, like, being a champion, like, oh, going out, like, doing his best and stuff. He looked unprofessional. Jake Paul even made like a tweet about it. And then like everyone hated how Jake Paul. Oh, he was a former champ. Yeah, that's cool. And I'm not taking away from his previous accolades. But for this fight, he looked unprepared. He didn't want to be in there. And then in the very finish, like he easily lost all three rounds. On the very finish, he's bleeding all over. Decides to just rub his blood all over Costa's face. Like Why? You knew you weren't going to win the fight. You just did that to be a dick. Like, you're not class. That wasn't a professional. I, yeah, I'm a big Rockhold hater after that fight. How did you feel about him before? I like Luke Rockhold. Did I think Costa was going to win? Yes. So you like Luke Rockhold, but
0: his that last fight was enough for you to go on the other side and hate
1: him. 100%. Yep. Interesting. Yep.
0: So, yeah, he, Rockhold was bleeding immensely and he poured his blood all over costa's face it was like tyler durden yeah when that guy beat him up in the basement leo i think was his name and then he starts bleeding all over leo's face and he was yep. like fine keep the fucking basement like yeah it's like we just want the basement it was exactly like that like there was blood in costa's mouth like he rubbed it was like they were making out almost he rubbed it all over his face and when it happened, this is why I say weirdest fight. I was like, I don't know how to feel about this. Like, <laughs> I I thought it was cool when like BJ Penn licked the blood off his gloves like after he won. Like, and then like, but I felt gross too when I saw this, and I was like, Ew, yeah. Like, so what like, are doing like it was so many emotions.
1: The context matters, all right. So like in in you know, in Tyler Durden does it. There's a purpose here. And if Luke Rockhold was doing this in round one. Like all right that's like a strategic move like to blind him to do like things I'm like all right like that's smart but this was like the last minute of the fight where I'm like you lost like this this is like this the last 30 seconds nothing yeah. this is just being a sore loser to me I didn't take it that way that that's how I looked at it I'm like this is going to do nothing for you like you don't you don't have time to do this and then throw punches like you're just doing this like cuz you know you've got nothing now
0: yeah, he's dead tired. So
1: yeah, I went. From and that was somebody- another thing. Like, dude, any other fighter that puts their hands on their knees, runs away <laughs> constantly. You know, Joe Rogan and DC are gonna be clowning on them, but because Rock holds their buddy, they're like, "Wow, what a champ! What a champ! What a champ!" That's embarrassing to me. I didn't take. I look. I get your viewpoint,
0: and I think this is why it's a weird fight. I think you could look at the fight from multiple viewpoints, and they'll sure. all be right. It was so like weird because Rockhold hasn't fought since 2019. Yeah. And he was a champ. He had some dominating victories. He has some of the most underrated jujitsu, they say, like top jujitsu. Like he's a monster, but he's also like a pretty boy that's like arrogant and like kind of like an asshole. And so like
1: I feel like everything you just said could also apply to Costa. But go ahead. (laughs) Yes,
0: which is why. Which is why I think it was also like a perfect fight because yes. Costa g- gave it to him, and yeah, there was a point I think in the first round or halfway through the second where Rockwell's hands are on his knees right in front of Costa, yeah, and Costa just makes people do that because he's a monster. So yeah. I don't agree with like, oh, he was unprofessional because he was tired. Costa's gonna make ninety-nine percent of people fucking mashed potatoes. He, like, unless you're the best of the best, because he's just like a freak. I mean, and he Costa, didn't do that to
1: Marvin Vittori. Would you call Marvin Vittori best of the best? I mean, I do think Marvin Vittori yes. is very good, but
0: Marvin Vittori, though, is like an ogre. He has like this
1: body composition okay. where it's well, like you he's also he's have like, Sonia. There's guys where like that hasn't been the case. Yoel Romero, like, no, Yoel is like Costa. Like, all right, like, well, we're just naming all these exceptions. I'm like, all right, Are they, I'm just saying Costa. Custom-
0: costa hurt all of them and costa makes it a good fight and rockhold hasn't fought since 2019 and rockhold is tired and the way i took it is like rockhold was a great fighter and then he became more of like eh, i want to do other things like modeling and then i think he was like in the modeling world and was like you know i am a fighter though like i'm not some pretty yeah. <laughs> like you know and i and i think he's like i'm going to come back and show it up i'm not just this like pretty boy that's like stupid i'm a fighter i'm great and then he ran into the new version of Impalo Costa and he realized oh my fucking god this guy's better than me and i think he felt that in the first minute of the fight and he was just trying to survive but it was like an honorable survival like he was getting his ass kicked but he was throwing crazy combinations and, i mean no, not combinations I even like say punches he was throwing
1: crazy combinations not, he was just random throwing, kicks like, yeah but amazing. He
0: threw a 360 roundhouse that hit, like he had four straight body kicks. Like
1: I'm stunned that all of those shots he hit on Costa too. And like hurt Costa
0: and a lot of other people that would have knocked out. And so I just, I thought when he did the blood thing, like it was almost like for every pretty boy comment or handsome rock, he just did something that was like, I don't know, like out of the norm for him. And I don't know. It was just, I thought it was just kind of crazy. So, it wasn't something I was like advocating for like this was the coolest thing, but I feel like all right, it happened, so it was kind of cool. <laughs> you know, hey, like, and I don't yeah, I don't like, want to, I don't want to see it again though.
1: So, I thought Costa was going to win going into this fight. Again, like long layoff for Rockhold. I don't think how he ended was so great. Costa is an absolute tank. I thought it was kind of just a bad matchup for Rockhold. But what I wanted was to see Luke Rockhold beat Paulo Costa. I was a Luke Rockhold fan and not really a Costa fan. After that fight, it flips. I really don't like Luke Rockhold. I like Paulo Costa.
0: I was a fan of both. And I like even Paulo Costa even more now because they asked him of the blood and he just, just didn't give a shit. And I love that. I feel like there's some fighters and there's people that would be like, dude, that could get me sick. Yeah. Or that's like, un- like really freak out, like threaten lawsuits. Dude, or I like, think Paul Acosta
1: is really funny. Like just going back on everything he the says. Like, yeah.
0: I love, uh, yeah. I, His whole like,
1: persona, whatever. the look, like the things he says is, I think it's really funny.
0: I, I want him to be a champion now. <laughs>
1: like I feel like he's yeah. like, <laughs> he, me he's, too. like
0: the, he's like the Giga Chad meme, but, and he's in great shape. Like he was a monster where he would come in at like 210 pounds and fight at middleweight. Yeah. He's still a monster, but just more chiseled. Like he looks like a freak of nature and he has fun out there. Yeah. There's like no way I would never not enjoy a Paula Costa fight. Agreed. Yeah. No one ever has ran just straight at Yoel Romero. And yeah. he did that what three years ago? Like when
1: yep. he like just
0: a machine runs at everybody, the same thing to
1: Rockhold. Bro, he's bodied up. My my buddy was saying he's like, dude, his body looks the best ever, and he's got confidence with the hair transplant. He's unbeatable now. I'm like,
0: (laughs) oh, he got a hair transplant?
1: Yeah, like two fights ago or whatever. Yeah, definitely
0: best body in the UFC. (laughs) Definitely. Yeah, Uh, I can appreciate though, just like him taking everything as a laugh, and like, mm. and like talking shit about it, but like, dude, also,
1: let's mention that. You know, everyone was talking up Rockhold's ground game. Costa looked way better on the ground.
0: Yeah, I think it was also because Rockhold was not like.
1: Uh, I mean, maybe even in the first round, I thought Costa looked great. Like, no one really knows about Costa's grappling. He's like a black belt, but I've seen him like some wrestling clips of him training and stuff. I'm like, oh, he's pretty freaking good. So I just he think like we with... just haven't seen it. But yeah, I, I think he's I think he's a good fighter, great fighter. You,
0: you're right. I think he does it more for entertainment. Like he's not doing he's not trying to win the fight per se. Like he's, he's trying to put on a show and win like at the same time, like yeah. you know, mm-hmm. where that merges the best. Yeah. Paul is the man. He was like, Oh yeah. Luke hit me in the, like the body, right? Like Luke Rockhold got a good body kick and he's kind of like, do it again. And he like lifted his arm up and then Rockhold got it again. And I don't think he thought Rockhold was going to be fast enough to do it again. And then, so he kind of does the joke yeah. again. And then Rockhold did it again, like four yeah. body kicks and he ate all of them.
1: Like, like yeah. A tank how? one of those
0: body kicks I'm certain would break multiple ribs in my body, like you know yeah, like I, I think
1: I think those kicks definitely finished a lot of guys in the division, but again you're that's why I think like the matchup I was like you're talking about Paulo Costa, dude, like this guy's near impossible to finish
0: no Dana White is cruel, and Dana White wants yep. when people leave the UFC he's like puts it in a situation where it's like, all right, if you win, I'll benefit from this but there's also a good chance you are going to get fucked up. Mm-hmm. And like he and he fucks you up. And it's kind of like a little sadistic, I think. Maybe not. I don't know. I'm looking too much into it. But Paulo Costa is Luke Rockhold four years ago or like yeah. six years ago. And he's like, you're going to get smashed. And I feel like he's doing that with Diaz and Shamayo.
1: Yeah. All right. This um, brings us to our last fight. All right. So let's talk about your boy Jose Aldo versus Balashvili.
0: Yeah. That was like a disappointing fight. I feel yes. like Aldo lost, but it was just, like, such a boring fight. Tava just kept going for takedowns. Aldo
1: showed his incredible takedown defense still. Yep. Aldo had no offense. Isn't that weird that Valashvili just won a fight without any takedowns and barely any strikes?
0: It's annoying, yeah. It, they should have both lost. No, Dude,
1: like, <laughs> how... I'm still looking at that fight being like, yes, Valishvili one, I guess. No one should win that fight.
0: Yeah, it was kind of like, that was an example of potentially avoiding the fight by, like, going for takedowns because you weren't getting it. But Joe also said something, I know you don't like Joe's commentary, but he's like, it doesn't win you the fight either. Correct. So, and Aldo had some good knees, he had some good leg kicks, where it's like, yo, shit, like, that looked like still prime Aldo, but he couldn't get... Davishili off him and he was just kind of staying on the fence while Davashili was just kneeing
1: yeah. his thigh is an ass. Right. Yeah, like that was the most significant thing of the fight. And it, yeah, I hated that fight. I thought that it gave me a real sour taste on the whole card. And even though, yeah, I would have liked to have seen Aldo win, I don't think I was being bitter or biased just because Aldo was losing. Like if Philly is going to win, it'd have nice to have seen a takedown or like an elbow or a yeah. right hand hit, like something, man. Gosh, that like that's such a frustrating fight for me.
0: Yeah, it didn't. I don't even know if there was like a mark on Aldo's face. It just was. Yeah, it was. That's one like of those said, fights where, like, taste. dude,
1: call that a draw, call it a no contest, go an extra round, just do anything but decide a winner on that fight. I, I would have
0: loved an extra
1: round, that
0: right? Like, just,
1: dude. <laughs> Anything just name something, and that would have been better.
0: That just yeah, made me I think know. that'd be fun to have an interesting, like, overtime. So, in some of the grappling tournaments, like, the overtimes are like you're already in the arm bar, and then so you have somebody defending it and attacking. Right. That's it. why I would love to see more
1: background. 10 10 rounds. Maybe we get like an yep. overtime round or something.
0: For wouldn't it be cool to have an overtime round that's just grappling and an overtime round that's just striking? I mean, in UFC, no,
1: but like in general, yes.
0: I think it would be kind of cool to see, like, you have penalty kicks. Like, you know, you have times where they change the rules of the game, like, sometimes. So, it's
1: like... Sure.
0: It would be cool to see just a straight <laughs> grappling match with, like, Aldo and David. No, no. Like, Overtime like... should just
1: be shot for shot, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, imagine. it's like, you know, one sick leg kick, and it's like, fuck. And, like you know, And who's, like, stone-faced, and the other one just does the sick leg kick.
1: Yeah, that would be sick. Just who quits first. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be... Bro, that's like the, the idea of penalty kicks, right? Or a shootout at the end or whatever. I'm like, yeah, all right. Yeah, they just do leg kicks back and forth till someone quits.
0: I was thinking more like, yeah, half grappling, half striking. Like, that would be fun to see, too. Just see sure. like, who's talented in that way. Because I feel like if they did do a fourth round, the reason I bring that up, Dabashili would just do the same thing, which is just, just push him against the fence and throw those legs and it would do mm-hmm. nothing. So it'd be like annoying. Like, that was the problem. It's like, yeah, I do feel like when you that... just
1: line up what happened in that fight, you're like, all right, I have to pick a winner. I pick Valishvili. Like, and and it is undeniable. Like, if you have to pick one. But I'm just throwing this out there. Do we have to pick one? Yeah, I agree. I'm always the one that's saying 10, 10 rounds. Yeah. Can can we make it like, hey, there's less than 50 significant strikes in this fight? Let's give that an overtime round then. Like, like there should be something to like, I don't know. I know you can't do that, but there has to be something you can do. To prevent that type of fight from happening again. Cause I don't want to ever see a fight like that again.
0: Why can't you do overtime?
1: Well, you just have to make criteria that calls for it.
0: Yeah. I okay. Just, like, well, like what is the overtime. criteria? Yeah, maybe it's just a three minute fight and like
1: no, but what, what would provoke the overtime? Like yeah, an what...
0: actual tie a tie on the cards. Oh, a draw. That's why that's why you should have more 10 10s. A nine nines.
1: And gotcha. Whatever. Okay. Yes. Maybe we change the judging criteria to enable that. Yeah. That would or, be
0: great. Or a judge's decision where if two of the three judges goes, I want to see one more round, like say they were honest, like, oh, another, you know, this fight, is this fight is super close, you know? And then two out of the three judges go, I need to see one more round. Oh,
1: that would kind of be cool. I'd be, yeah, I like that. Right. Assuming that there's good. Fucking I do like and, that. And commentators. Like, you know, I think it was Chael Sonnen that said this a while ago, and I agree with it now, where he's like, he hates five-round fights. And he was saying, he's like, it doesn't make sense that your sport is three rounds, but if it's a championship, it's five rounds. He's like, when you go to the Super Bowl, they don't play five quarters. It's still the same game played. He's like, it's weird that it doesn't even have to be a title. It could just be the last fight, the main event, like which is just arbitrarily determined by you know the guy running the show, but now your fight is a different... He's like, I don't like that the parameters change. It should be like every other sport where the parameters are the exact same. And I kind of agree with him there.
0: He makes a good point, but I like five rounds. But if I had any preference to anything with the way fights go, I believe the first round should be 10 minutes.
1: Okay, yeah, like old pride style. So I, I would like that too. But I think if we were to change the rules in judging that enabled more 10-10s, then I'm okay with a three-round fight if there's potential overtimes needed. Yeah, me too. Like, because every other sport usually has an overtime also. Yeah, I would would like that.
0: Even if one person is winning by a little bit, if it's close enough, there should
1: be an overtime. Ooh, I don't know. Now now I have to disagree with you because now you're getting... Dude, if the game's 21-20... to you no don't but it's overtime there, but, you won but that's
0: the but that's the thing about fighting there is it there is like an art to it you know it's not like oh you got into the end zone three times so it's 21 sure. points it's like you each got three punches but were those like one person got four and one person got three but those three could have done just as much damage as the four if they were in the right places you know so All it's right, hard to so i have to another tell. question
1: for you then on the ultimate fighter they do a two round fight if a third round is needed then they go to a third round Do you like that?
0: Yeah, sure. For ultimate Fighter, So then therefore, it should be a little bit more when you get into the UFC. It should be three round fight and maybe you have a
1: fourth. Oh, okay. I see. I see what you're saying. Do you think those ultimate fighter fights should count as fights? Because they don't count on people's records because they're not officially sanctioned fights. Yeah,
0: that's to me, that's like some admin rule. It's a fight.
1: Okay. So you would consider that like on your record? Yeah. Okay. I, I do too. And I'm kind of sad that it's not counted, especially because like, if it was just two rounds, it was because you won those two rounds. So even if you lose the third, you won the fight. But people are like, oh, but that third round, you, you know, you can end up like a Leon Edwards. You come back and knock him out and win. Like, yeah, sure. That's a rare occurrence, though.
0: But yeah, but according to that rule set, you lost. Correct. So it's a fair fight. You know, yeah. I, yeah, I, I, get I, I wish
1: those fights actually counted towards their record, but they don't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I, I I would like to see changes in that. Basically, my whole point is like, can we do something to make sure Aldo versus Valishvili doesn't happen ever again? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's how ticked off I was about that fight.
0: In soccer, they do that at the end of a match, right? If it's like 90 minutes, they might be like, all right, there was like three minutes of extra time that they give.
1: There's always more than that. And it's kind of like just anyone's guess. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And the, I mean, the official has what they believe to be like a fair guess. Right. And Mm -hmm. so you are putting something onto the official. And so, yeah, why not do that here, where you have the officials have the ability, to be like, all right, let's, yeah, let's do another round. And they already do it at the Ultimate Fighter, because I feel like a fight like that exactly should have that, and there should be certain parameters where it should be like, all right, like, but really engage the fight. You can't just do the same thing.
1: Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: It has to. Be. And look, they do that in the NFL. Like, I don't think they do. It's like sudden death sometimes, or you start at the thirty-five. Like, there are certain rules where they. St- Slightly change it up,
1: right? I um, think
0: I think one ten-minute round changes that
1: a lot. I I do think that does change things a bit. Do you weigh that round more than other rounds then? Yeah, because you're both fighting at your best. Okay, so you weigh it as two rounds, or are you are you oh, now? Oh, because it's a I, I, round. We just judge the whole fight.
0: Oh, I didn't think of it that way. I thought you meant just like my personal opinion. But yeah, no, no, because like you have to you know,
1: quantify it. Yeah,
0: I'd I'd count it just maybe as right now in my head I'm thinking just one round and the second round even though it's five minutes, but also be one round because it matters. Even though Mm -hmm. you're tired, like there's value to endurance as well. Um, Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, if those are tied, then yeah, you go one more round.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: That's kind of interesting because that would be still two rounds, but it'd be 15 minutes, which is exactly what we have now. But then, yeah, yeah,
1: you're just going going the pride rules really. Yeah. And then
0: we go to overtime. Yeah. Pride was the best and pride for those that don't know how to yellow card. So if you were like stalling and you weren't like causing damage, like you'd get a yellow card and I think you'd lose 10% of your purse
1: it's yeah. Like everybody
0: that. was fighting all the time. It wasn't like, all right, I could just lay and pray. Not that he was laying and praying, he was going for the takedown. It was just that Aldo's defense was so good, it just turned into that.
1: Yeah. Yep. All right. I do want to talk about those other fights just a little bit. Yeah, um, one thing though, since good. we were
0: just talking about we were talking about the sport, Paulo yeah. Costa said he punched Luke Rockhold and Rockhold thought it was a low blow, even though Costa thought it wasn't a low blow. Oh yeah. yeah. He said they should have virtual referees. Like you should be able to look at the camera to see because he's like, it's not fair. He was resting. I could have knocked it. That was a knockout with that thing. And he's like, they do that with the eyes too. Do you think we should go
1: to the replay? Yeah. I'm plenty fine with that. Who would contend that on what grounds?
0: Lots of people contend that people contend that with football. People contend that with baseball.
1: why, I, how?
0: Cause they say it takes away the human element of the sport, but why not get it right? Yeah. I'm with you, but a lot of people, old school people are not
1: with you. Oh, uh, dude, fuck that. Yeah, that's crazy to me.
0: Right? You have billions of dollars on the game. Why wouldn't you want to fucking have a replay of crossing yes, the goal line? But absolutely. People, there's a lot of people that hated the idea of like instant replay. So Dang. not that it's perfect right now, but why? you got to do what you got to do to get the call right, I think.
1: I guess so. All right. So... Did you see the ladies fight and the first fight, the light heavyweight fight?
0: No, I was in the middle of an intense game of sorry, actually.
1: Okay. (laughs) Okay, just to really briefly go over that, Wu Yan'an was a Chinese fighter. Lucy Podilova, I forget where she's from. I want to say it's probably like, oh, it's Czech. Okay, I was going to say like a European country. Anyway, Wu Yan'an was the favorite, slight favorite, And Putalova dominated her in every realm, on the feet, on the floor, wrestling, just in every way. Wu Yan'an looked like an amateur to me, really. So it's always surprising with women's fights. Anytime I don't know both women's fighters, I always put money on the underdog if I'm putting money on it. Just because it's so close, it usually goes to decision. Chances are you can get some extra money on that. That's like my failsafe. Sure enough, it always, again, it happens again. I'm just always surprised when it's like that. Like there's a favorite and they just get absolutely mauled. This was actually a finish too. So yeah. And then the other fight, Tyson Pedro versus Harry Hunsucker. This is a weird fight too. I'm like, why were these on the card? There was better fights on the prelims. Anyway, Tyson Pedro knocks out Henry Hunsucker. I never even heard of Henry Huntsucker before. His record's seven and six. I mean, how's he on the stage? I looked up his, his fight, like who he's fighting. I'm like, he's not even fighting anyone. I'm like, was this just like a setup? Meanwhile, you've got Marcin Tibera versus Alexander Romanov. Like, those are two really good fighters. Jared Gordon, Leonardo Santos, those are good fighters too. I was just surprised that one of those wasn't in there. Yeah, I don't know. That, that's a weird thing to me.
0: I think they want to have some good fights on the early prelims yeah i don't they get the espn audience and hopefully like people will see that fight on regular tv and be like all right fucking i'll buy the pay-per-view yeah maybe maybe that's what it is yeah i think a lot of times the the last prelim fight is a bigger fight than the first fight in the pay-per-view sometimes yeah they're
1: treating it like two different cards yeah i guess I don't Do you know. I just feel like if delivery. you're paying, you should be getting the best of it.
0: Yeah, but you're still paying for ESPN Plus anyway. So that's
1: true. You're right. You're right. You're paying for both. Yeah. And you got
0: to build the sport too, right? So as much free, as free as potentially can be.
1: Oh, actually, this prelim card was on ABC as well.
0: Oh, there you go. Yeah. So they always try to give something good to ABC. I don't know why they don't give better fights on ABC
1: and like free television. Like, I feel like that should be... That's when I don't know when why UFC isn't on a subscription biggest. model outside of all these things.
0: Yeah. I'm just saying seven. ESPN owns Channel 7, so it's like yeah. I don't know, I'm pushed for that
1: if I was Dana. And then you
0: could start feeling a little bit more like the NFL, you know, like Channel 2, Channel 5, like something where everybody could see it at all the times, and then it's like people could be invested. I was watching yes. the fights with my brother-in-law, Ian. Like, He's not the biggest fight fan, but he like, learned a little bit about Leon. He's like, all right, now I'm invested. Mm. Yeah, like create like some of these fights where people see it once or twice and they're like, oh, okay, I want to see that guy again. Right now, they only do that with like Connor, you know, and like, yeah. Mas- Masvidal a little, Diaz a little bit, but they could be doing it with so many more.
1: So, Jared Gordon on the prelims defeats Leonardo Santos by decision. And in the post fight speech, one of his quotes was MMA hasn't helped me at all. Actually, it's made my life worse. And did you see that? I posted it on the philosophy of fighting account in the stories. Mm -hmm. And I found that's just such an interesting and different thing to hear. And basically, his point was about like, like how it's never enough in the fight game and that like you become addicted to it, you identify yourself as a fighter and then like it kind of controls you. It makes you fight usually too far. So he's like, it actually brings out like the worst in me. And I just like, it's such a different thing to hear like i get what he's saying but it's also like stop fighting then
0: i hundred percent understand exactly what he was saying and i've Mm -hmm. been feeling it for like the last i think i've been feeling it my whole life like that way but like definitely the last seven like since doing renta i'm like fuck being an entrepreneur has ruined my life like made my life way harder than it has to be like Mm -hmm. oh being a teacher type has made my life way harder than it has to be i could just do nothing like part of me is like isn't it better to just figure out something else but then it's like maybe the hard thing is the good thing as well so like i'm often torn yeah right i don't know being in a being in like like i don't know how do i say it like there's some people that regret having kids you know that are like fuck. Like this has made my life worse, and it's hard. But it's also like you got to do it. Like you already put yourself through it. Yeah, so... it
1: is. It is a weird thing. But the thing is, like kids, it's kind of like your responsibility. Like Jared Gordon doesn't have to fight. You could just stop.
0: Yeah, but it's also like once you're so pot committed, like this is where you put him. So, like now he's like, what am I going to be a computer programmer? Like I don't know. Like like once you put like ten years of I suppose, something, in... I,
1: I don't know. I you agree. Always change.
0: I I agree with what you're saying philosophically but it's hard. Sure. I feel like what he's saying is just very honest. Like most people will be like, Oh no, I love my kid. Like, I love this. Like, I'm so thankful. But as Henry David Thoreau said, you know, like the massive men lead lives of quiet desperation. I think there's like a lot of people Mm. that are, this made everything worse, but I'm Mm. in it and I kind of like it, but it might've been way better. You know, if I didn't do that. Yeah, And plus, you're sore, you're tired of training. Like, I think people have different ways of being honest. Like, some people, I he like also like, you
1: might think that he's saying that because he had like a, a bad fight or something. He won a very dominating decision. So it's just, it was very interesting to hear that perspective. I, it's kind of refreshing, but also kind of like, all right, then just stop. Like, that would have been a good retirement, like, speech maybe to give or something. Yeah. I, don't know. I mean i think but,
0: we also just we're human we're addicted to certain things you know it's very, like right, you want to stop certain things but it feels so good too but you know it's not good but you still do it i guess we do that with everything from like sugar to
1: sex or whatever you know it's like uh... also do you know the fighter miranda maverick i believe you do you've seen her fight before she's really good She was supposed to fight on this card too, but it got canceled on the weigh-ins as her opponent was uh, hospitalized for a weight cut Mm. Which is like, I feel like UFC is withholding that type of information a lot. Like, I'm surprised I didn't hear more about that. But yeah, just another thing that I'll just say right now, one championship does a lot better.
0: Yeah, one championship does like a dehydration test, right? So you can't Mm -hmm. even dehydrate a certain amount. Like, they let you cut
1: just a little bit if you want. But at Mm -hmm. that point, it might not even give you an edge people are much closer to their fighting weight at the time of the fight.
0: Something will happen. I mean, stuff has already happened with weight cuts that have hurt the UFC and their bottom line. Yeah. And until it hurts the bottom line enough, they won't change anything.
1: Well, I mean, imagine being Miranda Maverick now. Now you lost money. Your opponent, like you did everything, but your opponent did. I don't well, know. Like- having, having my pay be affected by someone I don't even know it, that sucks like i would want my company to make provisions that kind of guarantee when a data is set a data set
0: yeah but you're like a freelancer when you're at the ufc and the i UFC guess could, so it, that's how you could do whatever it wants so and plus speaking of money, maverick people don't really know care that much about the women's prelim fights you know
1: yeah i i guess so i guess that's how it is
0: but even but, when it was Oliveira, gagey nobody cared I mean, they cared, but it wasn't like that big of a deal. Like, people are like, should we do something with the weight stuff? But the fights still happen. Then it just happens anyway. And everybody pretends like it's not a big deal.
1: That's a good point. Even though it Speaking of money, did you know Salt Lake City had uh, the biggest attendance for that arena? Really? Yeah, it broke the record 18,321 for Salt Lake City. Like, that's the most that's ever been in that arena. Right on. Yeah. And the UFC made almost 5 million on that gate. Like, it's, that's a lot of money for. Mm-hmm. They'll be back in Salt Lake City. Let's just put it like that. Utah, I always wanted to go to Utah. I, think it's beautiful. I like Salt Lake City a lot. I've been there a couple of times. I feel like it's just inspiring
0: to see mountains.
1: In your it's area. also kind of an easy get around city. It's very clean. The Mormons keep it very clean. Although last time I went there, the homeless, like every city is definitely getting bigger population, but there's even like a free tram that runs around throughout the downtown area and stuff. It's, it's, it's nice.
0: I wouldn't imagine that there'd be a lot of homeless people in Salt Lake City.
1: Me neither, but like every major city now, and that is like kind of a major city, there's a good homeless population. Huh. It's homeless I, everywhere, man.
0: I always think of Utah as like rich, white, and warm.
1: It's just like so, everywhere else. But yeah, anyway, that's UFC 278. You have anything else you want to end on in that regard? I'm just, it was definitely one of the strangest
0: UFCs I've ever seen. It was right and like yeah it went from like just these like weird early fights to a boring aldo davashili fight to like a fucking gross fucked up but fun rock hold costa fight to the craziest ending ever <laughs> you know with the edwards versus Usman. so it was like a, a very up and down card but one that i'll definitely like remember forever so and a lot of people are saying, this is why the sport is great. Like, it did, it did surprise a lot of us, this card.
1: good. I suppose so. When I'm thinking about, like, the last fight night with Cruz and Vera, I'm like, that card was so much better than this. And, like, that's not free. ESPN Plus, but not pay-per-view. And you're like, it just, again, it's so crazy. Like, it, the more it happens, the more I'm really buying into the belief. I'm like, man, these... Big UFCs just aren't as much worth my time as the fight nights. It seems like.
0: I think it's also just expectations. Yeah, if you have no, I if guess. You have no expectations, it's good.
1: I'm just gonna if start flipping it now, I guess.
0: Just you gotta go in and be like whatever, but it's so hard because you know the names and like the people. Yeah. And I go, "This is interesting," and they are the best of the best. But yeah, and then you realize, oh shit. Oh, I think that's
1: and that's, you- that's the other thing I want to do too, right? Because this this week on Friday is the first of one championships free cards. You can watch it on Amazon prime. You can watch it on the one championship website. You can watch it on Bleacher reports, YouTube channel. So there's a lot of ways to watch these fights. And there's some really good fights. If you're an MMA fan in any capacity, try to watch it. It's free. I'm I'm telling you, I've been digging up a lot of one championship fights. They're really entertaining. If you're an MMA fan, You're going to want to watch. And they're free. Go watch it. Support One one Championship. They're doing good things. They want to break into the American crowd a little bit more. It is worth your time if you enjoy MMA and you actually care about fighters.
0: And it's good for the free market. UFC should have some competition. And One Championship is bringing a lot of interesting rules and concepts to the fight game. So, yeah. Plus, Rich Franklin is one of the vice presidents.
1: That's right. Yeah, check it out. You've got Amazon Prime. Get on there Friday. Singapore has weird times. The fight's always in Singapore. I think it's maybe Friday, Singapore. Maybe maybe it's Saturday morning. I don't know. I'd have to double check. I I just don't want to double check right now. (laughs) (laughs) But it might be Friday evening or it might be Saturday morning. It won't be Saturday evening. So you can still catch whatever you need to do. But yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. Like always, guys, we'll catch you next time.
0: Cheers. Hey guys, this is Anoop. I'm sure you've heard. I have a startup called Renta. You can visit me at renta.com, R-E-N-T-A-H.com. The idea is you could rent any type of good, service or space. So you could rent uh, Arturo to teach you Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Or you could rent uh, my friend Andy to uh, set up your podcasting equipment for your next gig. Or you could rent uh, the Philosophy of Fighting podcast to uh, promote a commercial on our podcast or some gear, right? Like our friend Michael Shear did if you want some Wu-Tang apparel. So uh, check out Renta, it would mean a lot to me. Cheers.
1: Thanks for listening to the Philosophy of Fighting podcast. If you have any questions, suggestions, or if you would like to fight us, send us a DM on Instagram at philosophy underscore fighting.